Welcome to the Hayao Podcast, where we talk about our Asian experiences in the Pacific Northwest. I am your host, Brandon B. And I'm your host. Alongside me. Okay, Jackie, you, you messed it up, but we're going to keep going, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I'll cut you off there. Got Jackie alongside me. But this is a this is a pretty special episode. It's Today is uh, 4th of July, so we got a lot of interesting ideas to talk about. About the the topic surrounding Independence Day, you know, and so we're just gonna kind of jump right into it. And so, I mean, let me ask you the question, Jackie. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole aura surrounding Fourth of July? I think it's really weird to first start off because last year there was a pandemic, and July Fourth was really it was remote. Essentially, I remember they did a remote thing on the Space Needle. And it's super funny because when my friends and I were watching it, we thought it was the real deal. So if you haven't checked out, it was just literally like artificial light firework around the Space Needle and post it on YouTube. And but yeah, I, I don't even know if it has the necessary same sediment as it has before because of just like the invasion of the capital, just where american flag and what it stands right now um i don't know i i feel like i never really enjoyed july 4th i never really resonated with the american flag as much and definitely the star spangle banner needs an update what about you brandon yeah of course uh for me fourth of july has always been a time where you know i go to my my uncle's beach house we always like a family there and we just kind of launch fireworks from the beach but i guess recently uh with uh you know the black lives matter movement a bunch of this like attack on our capital like you said a lot of people have kind of been putting fourth of july aside because they're not really proud to be a part of this country and for me i am very split on the idea of or on the whole like american ideal slash dream because as being asian right we had our parents our ancestors come over here for a reason they didn't just like travel over here just because they had like the reason of having like their own freedoms and their own uh their own like way of life so that's how i kind of i'm kind of split on like fourth of july you know or like the independence yeah, I know it's different for a, a bunch of races, but yeah, that's what I think about it. Yeah, I think it's it goes fundamentally back to like you're born here, but you don't feel belong because of just the system and sadly just the way you're raised and we experience different things, especially as immigrants. Like you're not gonna be doing the same kind of trick or treating. Your parents are gonna make you your Halloween costume instead of you can just oh, yeah. go and buy one and then i guess nowadays if you're a weeb you just cosplay so there's quite the spectrum of costume nowadays and we love that and it's like in other country like it's just almost weird and not normal for you to just dress up as something else if you know what i mean yeah i think halloween is another interesting topic for a different day but halloween is very interesting how you get a dress up whatever you want for like a single night and then nobody will really care like that you're dressed that way 
<laughs> yeah, and then now every day people dress whatever the way they feel like it. So we live in a very different world yeah. now. Very, very different society. Even, even like ten years ago, it was very different. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, I hope you guys are having a good July Fourth. And that yes. you definitely try not to lie off too many things as unfortunately Christmas and July 4th is where the firefighters are the most busy because of just <laughs> people who are if you live if you live in California too they're they're pretty strict on the the fireworks because they, they always have a bunch of forest fires happening but people are still around gonna this, around this time do it people are still gonna do it yeah so just you know if you're gonna do firework please be safe i know this by the time this comes out the damage has done but definitely carry it forward for the rest of your life as you know it should be a day where people are free aka not have to work or clean up after your mess but yeah yeah i'm gonna transition to how much freedom did you get growing up as an asian kid yeah, so I, I a couple of days ago, I was working at a restaurant, Chang's One Golden Grill. You should go check it out. But I was working, and I was talking to one of my coworkers up at the front with uh, the manager. And we were talking about, like, freedoms. Like, everybody, every Asian kid or child has different freedoms. Like, for instance, like, me, my mom, she was born in Taiwan, but she grew up for most of her life being like having like an American kind of culture. So I guess I would be considered more free. Whereas if somebody who's like spent like, let's say 30 years in China or Taiwan or any Asian country and they come over to the U S they might have a stricter like view on what their kids should like have and have not like, like going outside and studying and like having friends and stuff like that. So I, I thought it was kind of interesting how all Asian parents have different, give their, their children different types of freedom. Yeah. How do you feel about it, Jackie? Yeah, for sure. Like just hang out with my friends. Like he is second generation. His parents immigrated here and he was born in the American uh, system. And like he's working at Meraki right now, and it's really funny because he doesn't know how to react when the boss shouts to Uncle Raymond, shouts to Vanessa. I should have got your permission to do this, but I'm just gonna speak on it now. <laughs> but <laughs> but what happened was like Uncle Raymond doesn't have the patience, and he has extreme expectation on their employees. Like, that applies to Paul, Vanessa, and then I guess they're two new employees now. And so, like, my friend Juat, like, he just doesn't even know how to react when Uncle Roger... We call him Uncle Roger because he Uncle literally... Roger. He's just Asian Gordon Ramsay here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that too, and he's just, like, kind of a savage. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, he literally was like, you gotta shake this for eight seconds instead of 10 seconds this is how you do it and there's such a miscommunication because like Joao thinks he like 
Uncle Raymond as being an asshole, but it's just kind of like this is how he kind of try to teach and lecture the kids growing up, and that's how their parents lectured them, lecture Uncle Raymond while he was growing up. And so the norm is very different because, like, speaking to Vanessa, Vanessa, yeah, this is very normal. I Like, this is how I grew up. Like, it wasn't a lot of teaching lessons. It was a lot of, like, like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. And then there's punishment with it. And so yeah, that's that's that sounds so typical of all Asian parents. Yeah, was that the, the same most for part. you? Um, yeah, I had my fair share of uh, of punishments, but I feel like it wasn't as bad. And my my mom and my dad weren't as strict as I've heard some other people to be. What were some of the punishments you have? I don't know, you know, freaking... You always... Okay, everybody has to get, like, spankings here and there, uh, of course, from all Asians. But, like, I've, I've had my... Had my, like, game consoles and, like, phone taken away from me for some time. So I do <laughs> something bad. That's it? But, like, yeah, not... Not really. I don't feel like I've I've gotten, like, the brunt force of many things you know dang you got but, pretty lucky i think my mom tried yeah. every trick in the book and i'm just such a rebellious kid that i think part of it's just the fact that i'm rebellious in general but if they had a different way of lecturing or creating learning experiences i would not have turned out as rebellious but i feel like i don't regret it because i think now i'm like very much challenge the status quo being really critical of things of what is considered normal and just question yeah. and just have that non-cheap mentality and just constantly finding ways to look at things from a different perspective as a result of how i was raised and dude it's crazy i my mom growing up like one of the craziest thing which is almost unbelievable was you know how like people have curfews right yeah except my curfew was like i had to get in bed by nine and i think like one of the Mm. things like i was a very energetic kid i wish i have that energy now but (laughs) but what happened was like (laughs) she was like you have to sleep by nine because like or else you're gonna like you know not have energy for the next day or school and so what happened was She's like, okay, here's the deal. If you don't get in bed by nine, you're gonna sit outside the house, literally in a chair, until eleven oh eleven p.m. Like this happened during the summer. Fortunately, if this was the winter, dude, oh, it would have been. Oh, that would have been over for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even be here today, actually. Uh, <laughs> Asian Asian parents will go that far just to punish their kids. Yeah, so like, they will they will put you through near death. Yeah, so I think, like, for two weeks, she tried that. And it was just, like, I hated it, dude. Like, it was so boring. I think that was before, like, the, I think the, at the time, my counsel's weeb, I barely played it. But that was when I, I remember starting to transition out of RuneScape and start playing League of Legends. <laughs> and I remember, like, you know, League games takes forever sometimes, right? Yeah. So I kind of, like... They're so long. Yeah, especially before, like, the whole meta change. Dude, some league games can go up to, like, an hour and a half. And that's, like, normal. Or at least an hour. And so, like, of course, like, 
couple games just tilt me super hard and like if you leave they'll just ban you because for a while they were really restrictive about afk and you know obviously like some parents don't understand that like hey can't you can't pause yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like I'm, it's like it's like take out take out the garbage yeah, yeah like, i'm playing with the nine dishes other or something people. i can't this is not a tournament where i can just pause <laughs> so yeah she did that for a while and then like she gave up because like it just didn't work uh, um but like definitely i will i'll be like i was very resentful growing up i was just like like come on oh, i like yeah. missed it by a minute yeah. i'm to sit out for two hours like i just oh no yeah I, now that i think about it i i got locked in the bathroom a few times <laughs> <laughs> Dang. it's like oh i hear you you put a time out 30 minutes stay in the bathroom don't come out that's so funny but yeah another time she, what she did was like I think the way she was like, hey, man, why are you playing video games? I was like, mom, everyone else is playing video games. Why <laughs> yeah. like she just doesn't understand the concept. Like, by the way, free time for kids my age yeah, is like, like play, study. Yeah, playing video games and like watch cartoon. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, you play so much. Why are you studying? And like in middle school and elementary school, you don't really have homework, right? So it's just like, yeah. And I, I, like, ever since, like, fifth grade, I think I just sat at my house because my friend who was in the neighborhood, they moved out. And then sixth grade, I have another uh. friend from, like, Iran. I remember, like, we made heck of terrorist jokes. Quite fitting, July oh. 4th, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, Yo. And, and so, like, Dude, one guy, sorry for this detour, but, like, we keep, every t- every time we see him, we'll, like, raise two of our pencils up. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit, Ollie's coming, oh, shit, Ollie's coming. And then we'll knock down the pencils <laughs> in front of him and be like, you're a terrorist, bro. <laughs> what? It was so bad. No, that's... Oh, that's so mean. Yeah, and the best part is like, he, I don't think he understand the impact of 9-11 or he wasn't even here before. I mean, you guys are you're pretty young for that. Yeah, and I don't... Like, th- to understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think short, quickly he learned what happened about 9-11. We taught him. <laughs> yeah. Even though, like, I think assumptions is like, Nick is like, oh, his dad did it or something like that. <laughs> and Yeah, so, but yeah. Ali turned out well. You know, went to community college, and I worked with his dad for a little bit. That's for another story. And so, yeah, so he moved out to Bellevue in sixth grade. So ever since sixth grade, I just stayed at home. And at the time, I was really obsessed with League. Like, I played League since season one, which a lot of people are like, wait, what? Nice. They just recently started, like, two, three, four years ago. I'm still booty cheeks, though, so... Y'all, if you want to add me at Chen's, I might not follow add you back because I'm just I don't want to embarrass myself in front of my listeners. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I remember League and freaking gaming might need to be on a a separate podcast. Yeah, for sure. Asian gaming. Yeah, and with uh so many like Asian teams doing really well in gaming in pro gaming. Yeah, pro gaming is. Yeah, back then, like, people think you're crazy if you went play game full-time. Remember that? Nowadays, yeah. it's just like, oh, wait, it's actually normal. There's a lot of sponsorship behind yeah. it. There's a lot of 
this event and ways you can actually make a quite decent living very much like sports but yeah it, it essentially is sports yeah for like all the same and so what she did was like made me plug in the outlet her laptop and then I had to sit outside and play League all night. She wouldn't let me sleep. <laughs> you she, played League? She's just like checking on me every outside, to make sure I'm playing League. And they got to the point. Oh, I remember oh, I was just playing Tristana. I was uh, going mid. I was just like so tired. And then right after that, I had Boys and Girls Club in the morning. <laughs> so I would like play from 10 till 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. Really? it was brutal and then i think from that point on i just started watching streams and don't play as much which i think that's one of my biggest regrets in life is not playing more games because now when i play games with my friends they just wreck me and everything <laughs> like I, it's because everybody's good at the game yeah, yeah like i feel like there's a certain point where like it doesn't matter what game you play you get that mechanic even if you're like kind of brain dead you're still better if you know what I mean, like if you get exposed to different yeah. games, it's just like naturally you're just a better gamer. So yeah, very unfortunate. But yeah, I, uh, so yeah, I definitely didn't play a lot of games after that, and ever since then, I just never really got into gaming. I just that was a waste of time because of just that. So I think that ultimately <laughs> got to me. But now that I'm older, I stopped giving a crap, so I play more games again. Yeah, the first game I really picked up that i played a ton of was minecraft i remember i had that that group of, of friends that i would always play minecraft with and be on servers and just like play all day and yeah i i picked up league when my my cousin kyle he showed me league when we were at his his grandparents house on like the the ranch which they sold now but we were at their house and he's just like showing me oh yeah there's this cool like game where you there's a bunch of characters and champions and i'm sure pretty sure it was like early in the in leagues like history yeah it and didn't i didn't actually play it i, I didn't actually play it until yeah, high school i played it when they didn't have the whole screen where you can see all the champion pool in one screen you don't have to scroll oh yeah yeah i think i start playing very nice when I came back again when Akali came out. So I started, like, with their, like, ten champions. <laughs> yeah. I remember the old Akali, yeah. Yeah, dude. Pretty broken. I mean, oh, honestly, the most broken champion back then is Yi, because it has dodge. And you can just buy full dodge, and you can essentially dodge and crit under the fountain turret. Oh, yeah. It was insane, course. like... There's a lot of, like, literally, for you, you just need a couple kill, and then your Q resets, your ult is, like, stupid, and then you have dodge. So you literally just QQQ Q, Q, yeah. the whole team in the fountain, and you walk out, <laughs> and you start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so troll. Yeah, and so, yeah, what other punishments did you get growing up? Punishments. Um... It's hard to think of any right now, other than being locked in the bathroom. Freaking what would you do big. when you're locked in there? Nothing. You just, like, sit there. What are you supposed to do? Take a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could, dude. Whatever to kill time. I'm trying to get out. Yeah, you read a book. You bring a book in there. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just really... I don't have time. To, I don't have time to grab a book when your freaking parents are yelling at you. Yeah, I feel like I, if I can go back in time, I'll, like, store a couple of books in the bathroom. So whenever I get, <laughs> I can, like, walk in there, I'll just, like, read a book. Yeah, that sounds like a good, a good time. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times when you get punished, you're doing absolutely nothing, and it sucks. Yeah. It's, like, the well, worst. What do you think... Like, what about studying for you and... Like doing well in school because I was never a good student. Oh, but, like, we know. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. But uh, like, I feel like I wasn't really punished as much. I wish I was punished more as a kid for like trying to do better in school. You know. Um. What about you? I don't really care about school as much. Tbh, I think. My mom sent me to, like, Saturday school, so I literally have school Monday through Friday. And on Saturday, all my friends are doing soccer or, like, hanging out. I had to go to Saturday school from, like, 9 till 2. And essentially, I'll be dead by the time I come back while my mom, like, I'm taking classes. My mom will be going to do, like, because they offer, like, adult dancing, adult tai chi and those classes. So I actually did tai chi for a couple of years as a result. Mm. And so that's something that people don't know I can do. I still remember a couple of the movement, actually. Taiji train. Yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, so it was kind of... It was interesting. Like, everything was parent-taught. I completely didn't realize that the whole... Like, Saturday school was ran by parents. I always thought, like, everyone's a teacher. (laughs) Until when I got older, I'm like, wait. They're just getting paid, like, 22 bucks an hour. And essentially, the whole system, you pay for the quarter, and they pay the parents. And then... They just rent out Newport High School. It started in Lake Washington Tech. And the yeah. principal at the time, I was hanging out with his son. His son Loki stole shoes from me. So I got like a pair of like, I think it looked like blazers. And then I sold it to him. And then he never gave me the money or the shoes. He was like, I'll give you money and another pair of shoes. And, and then one, I think during a home urban punch i met his father because his father's like an ivy league grab but he runs a postal service so he runs his own like ups and he lives upstairs and so like <laughs> i kind of wish i went back to him, like hey give me back the 40 dollars your son took from me and i hope your son is doing <laughs> like something that's shoes. not sketch because yeah he's definitely like early way for sneakerheads uh, he's he's a dealer for sure he he got me good i i think you know i learned that see the money before i give the products that's the rule <laughs> yeah learned a lot of money lessons yeah and obviously I other wish. other under punishment i got just straight clothes hangers i don't know i think like she just throw slippers dude my mom's favorite weapon was slippers Oh, dude, that's that's like everybody, every Asian, yeah, and I, Asian mom's weapon of choice. Yeah, so I definitely like. I remember I'm glad she swapped to like those plastic ones, but like before she had like the hard rubber. And those like, ooh, those are not good. And I'm just glad my, well, my mom doesn't mom, have good aim. Dude, but no, no, no forget <laughs> when your mom just uses her like hand, bare hand. Dude, skin on skin contact. Ow, it like burns too. You got whacked. 
Yeah, like just like she just palms and then just slap. Sheesh. Like on like the arm or like my ass, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't that obedient, but I remember like growing up when I make a mistake, I would like have to pull down my pants. Oh yeah, dude. Like you just you just knew when you choked, you just like straight, just like <laughs> bend down, pull down your pants for like uh, Oh jeez, I fucked up. Yeah. But like I think I just got rebellious and stopped. And I think like ultimately it stopped in junior year of high school because that's when I'm like stronger than my mom. So when she swing at me, I yeah. can like block and hold her hands. Yeah, yeah. We okay, is that moment? I think everybody, every Asian child has had this but like that moment when you oh you start to finally fight up for yourself and like endure the physicality yeah that was i mean to this day i think my mom doesn't really throw hands she's still like try to be mom and yell at me and stuff and so yeah it is what it is tough love and my mom doesn't care anymore really (laughs) she's like yeah you can do whatever you want now i see it makes makes sense makes sense that's kind of funny how you that's something you remember that's crazy it's pretty rare that my mom will like whoop my butt yeah but i definitely remember even even in the shower when i say something she just comes straight in oh dude the freaking (laughs) bear but yeah, I, I try to hide my room, but my room didn't have a lock. It was kind yeah, of tilting. So, so my room, my room, the lock is on the outside of the door for some reason. Nani? So she could she could just lock me in here. I remember a few times I've been locked in here. Do you just... And one time, oh, you know, one time, it, it was not a punishment, but my whole family was in my room. <laughs> and then somebody accidentally <laughs> locked the door, so we had to call the neighbors <laughs> Wait, how, wait, how, wait, what? Wait, explain that. So it was a long time ago, <laughs> but you know how my my door has the lock on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all like were in my room, like talking or doing something. And then like somebody locked, accidentally locked the door. So then we had to like call the neighbors or try to get the neighbors. I don't think we really, I don't think we had any phones. Like my sister and I did not have any cell phone or and my, my mom and dad probably left their cell phones downstairs or something well yeah how we did your neighbors even in get here. into your door like to the front door not even like to your room door i think i think it was unlocked it might have been that's so funny dude most people like or or through oh no no i remember it's through the garage because the garage code was working at the time and then they went through the garage so, to get to the house. So it doesn't work anymore? <laughs> yeah, this freaking house is, like, as old as me. Oh, that is so funny, dude. You guys, lo- I thought, like, most of the time, those the ones, you you know, you lock it and you close the door, it will unlock itself. Yeah. But you guys have the ones where you lock it and you close it and it's still locked? Yeah, it's one of those twist locks. Oh, that is so funny. So if you just close it, then and it's locked, it's GG. Yeah, did your parents ever like lock you in and forget that you were in there? Mm, because they I were don't punishing think you. So. They always keep me in there. You know. Okay. Whenever I get punished, 
It's like, oh, no dinner. I'm locking you in there. Interesting, interesting. That is actually so funny. I can't imagine, like, they just, like, locked you in the laundry room. And then the only reason they remember you was because they were doing the laundry. (laughs) 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 Or, like, they need to use a restroom themselves after, like, a long day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I thought even then the parents would yell me one more time. You know what I mean? Yeah, It's, like, straight up their fault, but they're, like, too embarrassed. So they're like, why are you in here? (laughs) Yeah, what are you doing in here? Yeah, and then they yell you some more. And then that's when you're, like, just, like, borderline want to shoot yourself. AK with firework, not with guns. July 4th, come on. (laughs) Alright, now we're going to take a short little break. Welcome back to the Haya podcast. And our next topic here is about something that's happened recently in sports. And that is about to happen soon. The NBA Finals. And with this NBA Finals 2021, uh, we have the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. And this this playoffs has been very interesting with uh, a lot of injuries to star players in everybody, every single team, in fact, through the playoffs has suffered some sort of injury. And a lot of people online have been discrediting this year's finals champions already saying that they don't deserve the ring because not all the teams were healthy so what do you think about that uh i was rooting for the brooklands they didn't make it that far (laughs) (laughs) yeah they got taken down by my milwaukee bucks with Giannis. wait didn't you say that was your your guy yeah, that's my guy. I I've been rooting for the guy since he came into the league from Greece. How'd you know? You know how, why'd so you, inspirational. Why'd you get him? Like, how did your love for this guy get started? It was it was more at it was at the draft where I was like, who is this guy and like what what does he do? And I kept I kept up with the Milwaukee Bucks because my uncle he he was a big. I wouldn't say fan, but he he followed the Bucks pretty closely in the era of Brandon Jennings, Monte Ellis, and and those guys who were pretty good, right? And they were entertaining to watch. But I, after that, I just kind of kept up with the Bucks. I followed them, and then I see I saw what moves they did, and I'm like, and then there comes this kid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he's very skinny. And his transformation is insane, by the way. He is now very muscular. <laughs> but he he came into the league like looking like a child. And now he looks like a, a grown-ass man. He's <laughs> a man-child now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little bit of a man-child. But I just, I just admired his uh, hard work and his dedication to not just basketball, but life. You know, growing up in the streets of Athens, Greece having to sell jewelry to people to make a living and make buy and making his, his parents proud. And then this also, along with his brothers, he's a, he's a big family person too. So I enjoy that. All those things about him. I see. Yeah, I guess I'm like been rooting. For, I'm going to root for the Phoenix Suns. It's been a, it's been a minute since they got this far. 
and yeah both teams actually yeah it's been a while since they've reached the finals yeah i mean i i want chris paul to win a championship but at the same time i don't think a championship will do much to his legacy because he's already a top five point guard of all time so but if you want to you want to if you want to be that top five you need to have something to show because at the end of the day they're playing for a ring and you don't have a ring doesn't matter how good you are yeah I'm, I'm I mean, still kind of shook. There's a different debate. They 4-0, <laughs> they 4-0 Miami Heat. The Bucks, yeah. The Bucks were just the way better team. I mean, the addition of Drew Holiday in the offseason was big for them. And yeah. And they made adjustments throughout the series. It was kind of due to how, like, their conference is really tight and close. They have more games. And it concerns, like, they have so many games they might actually get easily get injured like looking yeah, at it phoenix sun has just been killing everyone yeah phoenix suns has been unbelievable but a lot of people are saying that they've been running through injuries like they they played a banged up uh los angeles team the lakers team and they played a banged up denver team without jamal murray and then in the conference finals they played against the clippers without Kawhi leonard so it's like I mean, I, I think they. I'd like to think that they did hold their own against all these teams, and they were just a better team. But sometimes you gotta think it, injuries, man. Yeah, I mean, part of the game's just like if you stay in, if you stay injury free, you're chilling. So let's see. Let's hope your boy Devin Booker would destroy him, your team. <laughs> Yeah. Even though your guy is Giannis. literally like twenty-eight point per game, twelve. Yeah, Giannis is down. a beast. So. Yeah, he is. He's gonna make a noise. He he is actually injured right now with a. Like a sprained knee or whatever, and we do not know if he's gonna play in, in the next few games. But hopefully, he comes back, makes a speed recovery. I think even if you're injured, you just play through it if you're a real baller. None of that soft stuff. Yeah, it's freaking finals, too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. You, like, if you're a player, you make it this far. It doesn't even matter if you injure yourself for the rest of your career. You just go balls to the wall. Yeah, the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Well, hopefully not, but it could make sense, you know. Yeah, I just hope, you know, Paul, Tris Paul. We'll finally get something. I just I remember him like from middle school when it, some people wore his shoes. CP three is Jordan. Yeah, that's took, crazy. Took him a while, so I think it's about time he get his say in things. But you guys tell us who's gonna win. Uh, Brendan will value me twenty bucks if the Sun wins. So it is what it is. <laughs> All right, bet. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed some good food. Try to exercise them out for the rest of the week and enjoy some firework legally. <laughs> All right. All right. And don't don't forget to hi yeah. <laughs>